Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Where is my G-spot and how come none of my exes have been able to find it? Like, where is on the treasure map? It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen in the big set you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hello, you beautiful <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I still don't have a nickname for what you guys will be called on the new name, Almost Adulting. So if we can do some contests or something where you guys can come up with like a little nickname for y'all, that'll be amazing. But anyway, before we start the episode, just giving you a quick update. Let's start by the fact that I don't know why I still do this, but right before I started recording this, I opened my Instagram up to something that I shouldn't have looked at. I knew it would break my heart. I knew it would hurt my feelings. And yet I still stalked. I still looked for it. And then I felt like shit. And then I was like, why would I do it to myself? And then I reopened it and looked at it a million more times just so I can be butthurt and upset and uh, now I'm like, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> I feel like shit. Let's record this episode. <laughs> so before we get into the Oscars, because who even watches that? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. This is probably the first year anyone has ever watched <laughs> the Oscars. And I'm only saying this because I'm bitter that I wasn't invited because I still don't have a publicist who invites me to this stuff. But maybe things will change next year. And the next year I'll be like, I mean, the Oscars are so cool. <laughs> I've always watched the Oscars. But um, a few things that so far happened this week, aside from the Oscars, um, really quick. Number one, I'm a big fan of the Umbrella Academy. I love that show, and it's coming back. Earlier this week, it was confirmed that Elliot's Page character from Umbrella Academy is going to come out as transgender on the show and go by the name Victor. We haven't seen Elliot on our screens much since he came out in late 2020. I have been seeing him on Raya. And let me just tell you, every time I have swiped yes and he swiped no on me. <laughs> so that's the only update there. So just great. Another person that will never love me. They rejected me before they even had a chance to get to know me. So <laughs> that's two little updates for y'all. Um, but yeah, anyway, Elliot said that he's super excited more than ever to play and act as a character where he can finally be who he fully is. So that's exciting. Good for him. Obviously, I'm not as whatever. I'll get over it. Um, anyway, back to the Oscars. Before we discuss the most uh, discussed topic ever, one thing that hasn't fully been discussed, I actually wasn't even aware of, but Everyone's apparently mad at Amy Schumer because, well, everyone is always mad at Amy Schumer. But I guess she was at the Oscars, so even she was invited and I wasn't. But during one of her segments, she walked to Kristen Dunst and her husband, Jesse's table, and Amy Schumer then told the audience what a seat filler is. And then she tried to imply that she didn't know who Kristen Dunst is. 
and asked her to leave while she took her spot. And instead of people laughing, like most of her comedy shows, I'm totally kidding. I'm actually a big fan of Amy Schumer. But instead of laughing, people were quick to call this real disrespectful because of how uncomfortable Kristen's husband was with what Amy said. But the hate for Amy got so bad that she actually had to post on Instagram that Kristen was in on the bit and that it was all choreographed and that we can all stop hating Amy Schumer, at least for now, you guys, because something else happened at the Oscars and everyone had completely different opinions about this. And it's about Will Smith and Chris Rock. At this point, we know now that the slap was not fake. There has been hundreds of tweets and videos from people that were at the Oscars and they can confirm that it was real. Will Smith even came out and apologized on his Instagram page for the way he handled things. And while I'm not here to tell you if he was right or wrong, I will be asking every guy I date from now on if he's willing to make a scene at the Oscars in my defense. Because obviously next year, let's manifest that I will be invited. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, obviously. I love the Oscars. Duh, I'm so cool. I will say though, that now that people are getting on stage slapping comedians, Pete Davidson might want to watch out his next show. And if you're like, oh, I've heard that joke before, that's because I posted that meme on daddy issues. I didn't watch the Oscars, but the minute I found out about Will Smith and Chris Rock, I rushed to start making as many memes as possible about the, the whole incident. Obviously everyone has super different opinions about it. I'm indifferent. So don't ask me, but I would love to know what you guys think about it. And then last but not least, this is super depressing news. If anyone like me has been a fan of Game of Thrones, then you know who Jason Moma is. And let me tell you, I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what's going on with me today. But um, so apparently Jason and Kate Bickensale Beckinsale, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, who I'm obsessed with. I love Kate and I'll tell you why. Because she makes the funniest videos with her cat on her Instagram. And she always has the cutest outfits for her cats on her Instagram that I've been inspired and bought for pancakes in the past before. But anyway, apparently her and Jason were getting cozy at the Oscars after party. And he even looked like he gave her his jacket when she was cold. And a lot of people were confused by this because he made headlines just a couple of weeks ago for getting back together with Lisa Bonnet. And that's why it's depressing because I love that couple. I didn't even know they broke up. But he's cleared this up recently by saying that, nope, they're actually done. So it may be a new couple alert of Jason and Kate, but... If by any chance it's not, Jason, I'm single and you can rebound on me and then I will help you get back together with Lisa because you're meant to be together. So that's all the pop culture news for me. Oh, by the way, today's episode is going to be amazing. It's part two with Emily. It's so fucking good. Not only do we talk about kinks, how to not kink shame, spitting in your mouth, the most embarrassing stories, sex stories from you guys that I get to read out um, involves a poop bag. <laughs> it's so good. And then also how I ended up in the hospital with after my boyfriend fingered me the wrong way in the ER. I ended up in the ER after my boyfriend fingered me the wrong way. But before we get to that, there was something I wanted to cover. So basically last week I told you how I went to this party that was thrown by Little Dicky and Benny Blancos for their birthdays, Pisces. Love the, love Pisces, except the Pisces men that I've dated that they're dead to me. 
Anyway, something that I forgot to say at that party was that this is something I wish a lot of other women would do. And I think it makes a lot of us feel like we can relate to one another. So I was at the party introducing myself to people. And then I see this girl that I know. And all I'm all excited because I'm shrooming. I come up to her. I'm like, oh, my God. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Violet. And she looks at me. She's like, uh, hi. And I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Do we not know each other? And she's just like, no, hi, I'm Georgie. And as she said her name, I looked at her and I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't know her. I just used to stalk her pictures on Instagram when I was talking to a guy who ended up going on a date with her. And like literally that all happens in my brain as a shake as a shaker hand. And then I just go, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I thought I'm so sorry. I thought you were someone else. Oh, my God. This. Uh, okay, I, I'm going to go. <laughs> And then I walked away and I felt so awkward and embarrassed about it. But I obviously I thought it was hilarious. And then afterwards, she ended up hanging out with my friends. So we did end up kind of being around each other. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I wish girls were more honest with each other. And I bet you she would feel better about herself knowing that I stalked her pictures because I'm fucking hot. She's fucking hot. I'm sure she's been there before. So then I came up to her and I was like, hey, I'm so sorry about before, but I got to be honest with you. And she's like, what? And I'm like, when I introduced myself, because I thought I know, by the way, you guys, if you were curious who Georgie was, <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so honest today. Um, I actually, I added her on Instagram on my personal, on Viola Benson. So you could just look up Georgie and you'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Shout out to Georgie. You're so cool. But anyway, she's a Libra. Yeah. How would I know? I stalked her before. So anyway, I came up to her and I was like, hey, uh, listen, I actually didn't know who you were before when I said hi to you, but we used to talk to the same guy for like two seconds. It's not a big deal. Him and I are cool now. We're friends. It was like last year and you guys were on a date and somehow I found out and he like, and then I confronted him about it and whatever. It's not a big deal, but I stalked your Instagram and that's why I thought I knew you, but I don't actually know you. And she, <laughs> I think she was like really shocked that I admitted that to her. And she was just like, oh, um, and she's trying to make me feel better, which was so sweet. She goes, Oh, oh my God. No, that's so funny. Don't worry. We've all been there. And he, she's like, who's the guy? I told her and I was like, please don't tell him. <laughs> please don't tell him I told you. I'm like, it's not a big deal. He already knows my personality. It's fine. But I'm like, we're friends. She goes, okay, yeah, I remember when that happened. I didn't know you guys were talking to. And I was like, whoops. And then anyway, we danced all night and it was super fun. And then I went home. I DM'd her. That was really nice to meet her. I think she's beautiful. And then we exchanged phone numbers and I was like yeah for sure let's hang out and because that's my thing I love to hang out with girls who've been in the same situation as me because I believe that instead of hating on other girls just become their friend because most likely when a guy dates you and then he dates another girl after you or before you most likely you guys have some characteristics that are similar so it makes sense for you guys to be friends you know what I mean so yeah, she's super cool. And I just, I thought it was funny that I did that. And I will never stop doing that. I mean, hopefully eventually I'll stop doing it because I stopped having intimacy issues and actually met my person and I never have to date again in this miserable world. <laughs> but until then, that was fun. In other news, I, I don't know if I told you guys, but I'm, I'm officially off the market because I've decided to give up on men and stop dating. So that's been really exciting for me. I just, I'm not into anyone. But um, instead, like a couple of days ago, I went to dinner with one of my girlfriends and I kid you not, I don't know what happened. I was just sitting there looking and I was like, were you always this beautiful? Because damn, like you are just 
so hot. And as she kept talking, I was looking at her and I was like, is this love? Am I falling in love? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing it again. Where I confuse physical intimacy with real intimacy. And then we actually ended up having a conversation about it when I stopped trying to imagine. Come on, you guys. I just think (laughs) if God didn't want me to fuck my friends, then why would he make them so hot? Right? Right? (laughs) But anyway, her and I were starting to talk about it because she recently broke up with her girlfriend a couple of months ago and moved back to the States. And she recently also had, you know, sexual urges. (laughs) like most people. And we started to talk about the fact that she almost made the mistake to go back to an ex or to try something new. And she couldn't tell if she actually had a crush on someone or if it's just she was just feeling lonely or she was feeling horny. And then she said that she realized that she yearns for physical intimacy, but not in the sexual way. And that potentially can, we were talking about how that's probably my thing too, because with friends right now, I'm Russian. So I'm pretty cold in general. Touch is not really my thing with people. I don't know, even though it is one of my love languages. So I don't like cuddle with my friends. That's not really my thing. I don't like hug them nonstop, all that. So my friend, my girlfriend was telling me how we should practice that because that actually helps because the other recently when she decided to just like hang out with her friends and just cuddle, touch each other, have that physical intimacy without it being sexual, that she was able to then fulfill the needs that she actually was yearning for. And then she was no longer horny or attracted to whoever she thought she was attracted to. Because that's not actually, she realized I didn't, I didn't even like this other person. I was just like, I was feeling lonely. And I was feeling lonely for physical intimacy in a platonic way. So she told me that we should try that as well. And I was like, I'm like, but how would, I, how would you know that I'm not going to be like, are we together? <laughs> we start touching each other. But she said, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I know I sound silly that I keep giggling like a 12 year old. But all jokes aside, I think that's really, really good advice. And I never thought about it before that sometimes we get lonely and we think we want to date someone or we think we want to have sex with them, but we don't realize it's actually not about that. It's, it's we're yearning for touch, for physical intimacy in a platonic way, not even in a sexual way. And that's why a lot of times people like me confuse that stuff for love. So I'm definitely going to try that when I get back from Miami. She said, we'll cuddle in a platonic way. And I was like, hell yes. Because speaking of Miami... I am thinking of making the move to Miami. Yes, that's facts. It's happening potentially. I'm actually, when you hear this podcast episode, I will already be in Miami. I'm recording this right now on Tuesday, right before I catch my flight. That's right. I'm catching flights, not feelings. (laughs) I'm going to be looking at a few places. I'm thinking of being bi-coastal. There's a real reason why I'm considering moving, but I do think it can be a, a good start for me kind of tired of my friends (laughs) no I'm kidding well kind of I don't know I think it'll be nice to have a fresh star there's always sun there beautiful views um it's not as depressing as LA and I'm considering it but we'll see if I find a cute place I'll, I'll let you guys know and yeah but one of the real reasons I'm considering moving to Florida is because my parents won't admit this but they're thinking of retiring soon and they won't be able to afford to live in LA once my father retires so they'll probably need to move somewhere to live comfortably and obviously a lot of people tend to retire in florida so i've been for a while now kind of thinking of selling my house in la 
and then using half of that money to put a down payment for a house for my parents in Florida. And then so I can be closer to them, I will live in Miami. So they will have some family there. So that's the main reason. But obviously, I'm very scared to make such a big drastic change. I don't like change ever at all. But, you know, maybe pancakes will have Miami. So we'll see. Oh, and last but not least, last week I told you guys that I will Venmo you $5. The first 5,000 people who DM me, I will Venmo you $5 if you write me a five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts app. I'm still getting to a lot of your DMs, but I'm okay with extending this. So I'm I'm making a promise that I will Venmo $5 to the first 1,000 people who listen to this episode today. $5 if you write me a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Take a screenshot of it and DM it to me to Almost Adulting or Violet Benson. Give me your Venmo name or Cash App and then I will Venmo you. So yeah, I think that's that. I am very excited for next month, as in April. April, we are starting with the real form of my podcast, which is a new topic every month. And April month is You Better Work, Bitch. And no, it's not inspired by Kim Kardashian. It's actually Women's Work Month. So it's going to be all about getting promoted, following your dreams to get your dream job, how to get the job you always wanted, how to get out of a bad job you don't like, all about stocks, all about crypto, all about NFTs and stuff like that. So if you have in mind any guests you want me to have on this month, let me know. Anyway, I love you guys. Stay safe. Write me a good five-star review. Let me know what nickname almost adulting listeners should have. And enjoy this episode. Bye, bitches. I don't know if you noticed, but recently I feel like there's been a trend for a while where people make jokes about spitting, spit in my mouth. I want you to spit in my mouth and all that. I've never been into that. And I always get nervous when I start dating someone. If like we're about to have sex, if they're going to try to spit in my mouth or on me, because it's not my thing, unless I haven't met the right guy who turns me so on that I want to get like spit, spit in my mouth. Yeah. But A, are you into that trend? What's up with that trend? What is I that? I think it's probably from porn. I think people probably saw it in porn. TikTok. TikTok. Exactly. It's more like TikTok. <laughs> but I'm not, honestly like what? I, no, unless you're into it, you could even say if someone does that, you could say, well, I'll spit in your mouth. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. But I don't think I don't it's even want thing. to. No, but I don't, I don't want to do it either. I, don't, I think it's just, maybe it's a dominance thing. I think that people are probably saying yes to it and I might be wrong here because if you saw it in TikTok, you said it's from TikTok. 
if you saw it on TikTok, like, I'd love to know, like, I don't mean this necessarily means that you should do it. But what I want to understand is like, is it a turn on? Does it make you feel like someone's dominating you? Like just to say yes to them because you're, you're submissive in the bedroom. So you literally are like, you could spit on me. You could step on me. You could whatever. And it's a turn on. I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum if that's something that turns you on. But I think it's just like anything that trends with sex makes me uncomfortable. Okay. So here's what. We both are not into getting someone to spit in our mouth, but we may have a partner that's into it. So how do you not, how do you avoid kink shaming someone? Because there's nothing wrong if you like it. How do you avoid kink shaming someone? But and also how do you then talk to your partner about the kinks that you're into without feeling embarrassed? Well, a great way. First, I think that in the moment you could say, oh, I'm, you kind of just could say, slow down and say, oh God, you know, I'm just, I'm really not, I'm not into that right now. And you kind of have to smile. Like our first instinct is to shut down and be like, no, Ew. what are you doing? Why are you trying to, oh, and then we shut down the whole experience, but it's a practice to learn to like, just say, oh, you know what? I'm not really into that, but let's just take a pause. Let's go back to like, but I was really into making out with you. Go back to something that you did like doing. Just like, can we just keep making out? Cause that was really hot. So you kind of, you redirect, you redirect. But as far as finding out what your partner really loves in the bedroom, I mean, I have this great thing on my website. It's, it's called the yes, no, maybe list. You should totally do this list. It's a free downloadable guide and it has about 80 different sex acts. And you do it with your partner. And so many people have done this because it's fun. It's like a list. It's like kissing. Yes. Is this a yes and no or maybe? Um, spanking. Yes, no, maybe. Dirty talk. Spitting. Yes, no, maybe. And then you both take it and then you look at the list. You're like, oh, you're a yes on spanking. I'm a yes on spanking. Great. Didn't know that. Spank me. It's a great way to kind of open up the conversation about kinks without shaming. And you have to, again, you're not going to do that maybe on the first date. I mean, I might, but maybe second. But it's such a great way to like have the, or listen to a lot of people listen to my podcast together. A lot of couples listen to the Sex with Emily together and then they like stop it in a moment. They use it as therapy or as suggestions. Like, well, Emily says that most people want anal with, uh, you know, in this position. Have you ever tried anal that way? Or what's your thoughts on anal? It's because it's so uncomfortable for us to talk about sex. So I tried to provide tools that people can use because I know how hard it is. I was not born. This is not how I always was talking about sex. I did not know how I had to practice it. And so if I can give people ways to do it, because I know it's uncomfortable. We're so afraid of being shamed. We're afraid of someone rejecting us, of not being lovable. So just think of how afraid you are of that. So is your partner who just brought up that kink. And so you want to with compassion, say to them like, okay, well, thanks for sharing that. You could even ask them questions. Tell me more about why you like to spit. I'm just curious. I'm genuinely curious about what spitting does for you. And who knows? Maybe the way they explain to you, you'd be like, spit. In yeah, my it, mouth. it like, can turn you on the can. thought of turning them on. So you're like, okay, let's do it. Like, it's not my thing, but it's your thing. Because you're allowed I, to ask for more information. Yeah. I did talk to this one guy one time who I was interviewing, Nick Vial, and he said one thing he can't stand when he's with girls is when he will be into something and out of nowhere, a girl will say, oh, that's so weird. And he said, that's so offensive because if you're into something and someone just shuts you down and be like, oh, that's weird, then you feel embarrassed and it's uncomfortable. And I completely agree. So you don't want to yuck their yum. That's what we call in the business. Don't yuck their yum. Yeah. It's their yum. And then you're like, yuck. Then they feel bad about it. Yeah. So you have to be, but I like, (laughs) I like the idea of doing the game because I think a lot of times we're like, well, I don't know this person that well to do all this stuff. But sometimes we don't even know that guys do want to talk about these things. Like now, every time I date someone right away, 
I used to think it'd be weird to ask about love languages and things like that. But now guys bring it up to me before I bring it up to them. And they're like, wait, there's a quiz I can take? Okay. And they're they like, into it. they get so excited. They've and been living me- on this planet the last few years. We are all, <laughs> I think we got to give them credit that all genders really just want to connect and they want to communicate and they'd be open to it. So don't, if you find yourself worried like, oh, it's a guy and I don't think they'll want this or a woman, she won't want this. Like think again, like what, but what if they do? Like, what if it's a teachable moment? I don't think that we're so binary that that each gender has their specific set of rules. Um, I think that people are way more fluid in more ways than we think that we realize. Yeah, I think um, since we had this conversation on the episode I'm on, is that my constant need to always be perfect and constantly pretend to be stronger than I am and constantly pretend to be someone that I'm not, and me finally coming to the realization that no one will ever know who I am if I keep pretending to be someone else. I think it's the same thing. It's kind of like, I don't think we realize how much people, everyone is just so exhausted to constantly play someone else. And it is nice. It's intimacy that's lacking. And it is nice to just be like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know what you like. Can you tell me? And it's, I think we'll be surprised how much the, your partner will actually appreciate you just being like, can you show me? Can you tell me, can we do this game? Cause I want, if you told someone, I want to get, I want to understand you better. So actually, can you do this quiz? Or can <laughs> exactly. you answer some questions? They'll, they'll love it. Yeah. Like I want to be a great lover. I want us to be like, I want each other to give each other the, I want us to give each other the best sex. I want to be great friggin' lovers to each other. Are you down for trying something with me or talking about it? Like if that's your intention, who's going to say no to that? Exactly. And it, yeah. I, I can't wait to my next partner. Me neither. Although you. I'm taking a dating break. She's taking a mandatorium. Yeah, I'm taking a break from dating, <laughs> but I can't wait till my next partner. Okay, so this question is really important. So there's this myth going around, not that Santa Claus is real. It's a different type of myth, but kind of similar, that women has a, have a G-spot. At this point, my question is, is having a G-spot a myth? And where is my G-spot? Because my exes have never been able to find one, even with the treasure map that I tried to lay out. And we're like, okay, so we start here and then it's there. We still have never found one to the point that at this point I'm like, does it exist? Have you tried to find it on your own? My G-spot? Yeah. You asked me to and I tried and I said, is it when you feel like you're going to pee? Oh, I brought you a great toy for this. You did. I didn't even know. Remember, should we try now on camera? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to Violet's Vagina Show. Okay. Um, uh. (laughs) So no, but but honestly, how you find? Okay, the best way to find your G spot is to first get aroused and have a clitoral orgasm first. So so if you, I wish I had my vulva puppet. I need like a traveling vulva puppet or something. But it's like um. So here's your here's your clitoris right. Here's your here's your labia. Mm -hmm. Here's your vagina right. So right here is like. You're going to get aroused here. You're going to have your clitoral orgasm. Wait, wait. I just want to clarify. Are you most likely to have a better G-spot orgasm if you first orgasm from your clitoris? So once we get aroused, we have an external. So the majority of vulva owners have a clitoral orgasm. That's the most common. It's external. Although the clitoris has all these nerve endings that go deep inside. There's 8,000 nerve endings in the clitoris. And most of them are internal. They run behind the labia which is the extra, you know, the labia is the external lips. So there's like, it's like, think of like your clitoris, like this little nub here, but then there's these legs and it looks like a, like that, like it looks like a, what is it? Like a chicken, so like, a, like, like a wishbone. And here's the clitoris. It's like a wishbone. Yeah, exactly. So then, thank you. Thank you. This is what I'm waiting for. My 
here's the clitoris. You have your orgasm this way, your clitoral, and you're maybe you're rubbing your labia and you have that orgasm and it feels like great. But then, okay, this is great. So this is where you're gonna find it right now. So then what happens is this area all becomes swell, right? We talked about the engorgement. So this area, now that you have an orgasm, it's all the blood is swelling and you're like pumping here and you start to feel more. Then you can take a finger or a toy. I gave you a great toy. But I didn't even know you it. It goes inside and it's literally like about two thirds inside. You take a finger and then come ahead their motion towards your belly button and you just sort of like try to apply pressure right there. Okay. And literally, this is, your, this is your clitoris. This is your vaginal opening. This is the G spot or G area as I call it because it's not really a spot. It's more like an area. It can move around because Do you, so many Does things. every woman have it in the same area? It's every woman has it pretty much in the same area. It's not all the way up in here. And the reason why the penis doesn't work is because the penis goes inside and the penis is going like this. Uh, it's not hitting the G spot. It's finding it there in a come heather motion. It's literally like right inside your vaginal wall. It's not up here. So do you see what I mean? Wait, is that why some women think like they're having a G-spot orgasm when they're having anal when they're laying on their yes. back? Because it, uh, through anal, it hits the yes. wall to the G-spot? Exactly. There's a thin membrane. That's exactly it. There's a <laughs> I keep coming closer to you. There's a thin membrane that separates your anus from your your, your vaginal canal. So that membrane, when you're having anal, for many vulva owners, again, it's all different, but it can hit up against that G spot or that G area, and you're more likely to have an orgasm that way. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because I've had friends would be like, I'm so like horny for anal. And I was like, you orgasm from anal? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, really? And then I did research, because that's who I am as a person. And I found that, yeah, it's because it's hitting mm -hmm. the walls of your G-spot. But that's really interesting because I have a friend. Okay, there's this one guy that we know. <laughs> and the thing about him is that it's not like he has a big penis or anything. He is pretty average or small, but it's crooked. And everyone raves about his penis. So the reason girls hook up with him is because there was one rumor started that because the way his penis is crooked, it hits the G-spot. And that's why girls have sex with him. Because it literally, it's like... I mean, maybe, but it's also different for everyone. Like, maybe it's crooked the wrong way because your G-spot could also be on the left side of your vaginal opening or the right side. Oh, okay. So it's not yeah. in the same spot. It's not, the same. It's, not in the same. it's in the same area. That's why I call it a G area. So if your penis is not that big, it may actually better be better be better absolutely hit the g-spot so it can be better it's not about size sometimes you want girls about, that you, about the size of the ship motion of the ocean how are you going to move it around do you have any tips though for men um and then we'll wrap it up just to play my game do you have any do you have any tips though for men who are not well endowed because you know as we we focus so hard now around you know body positivity so of course it's important to also be body yeah. positive when it comes to men because men are great the <laughs> ones who treat us nice Men are great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like men are great. No, but I love men, and I and I love women too. And we focus so much on women and body positivity for women. But it's like then we make jokes about dicks or heights or whatever. And it, I get it because years and years we we felt like shit. And it's like this is your turn. But when it comes to sex, we're also vulnerable, and mm -hmm. just how we can feel self conscious of our bodies, men can feel the same. Absolutely. So, do you have any tips for men who are not that well endowed down there? Yeah. To please the woman. I have to tell you that just like there's some men who only want to be with a person with large breasts, there are will be some women who only want to be with a guy with a large penis. That is true. But I am telling you, <laughs> I am telling you that it's really it's really not about size. There's so many other ways that you can please a woman, and also there's like little workarounds you can 
put pillows if you like to, to kind of go deeper you can put a pillow under her bum and she can kind of lift her up um if you're on the side of a bed if she's lying on the bed and you come up from the side you can kind of have more access to her and kind of get in, internally you can you can stimulate more of her internally um if you're with a woman so i feel like though i feel like it's more about being a really good lover learning how to please a vulva learning how to show up for somebody i mean there's so many things that go into it but if you have a you're not happy with your penis size or you're insecure about it like i promise you there is a penis for every pot yeah and my friend who, like a lid for every pot there's a penis there, there you're gonna find your person and it might not be every person but if you're letting your penis size or your height hold you back it's just like the person who's letting their left breast bigger than the right breast or their three pounds of weight hold them back from dating it's the same thing you are not behind the eight ball yeah my dad is one inch shorter than my mom and they're still married so there you go yeah and i have a friend who doesn't has an average penis he coined the the term boyfriend dick and he's very into going down on a woman because be a good lover be a good pleaser yeah so he focuses so much on that making sure the girl comes before they even start having sex so then she's not even thinking about like wait let me see is this as thick as my ex is like no he just made her come like her ex never did exactly so. yeah that's part of it too and also you have your toys you have hands you have lube you have fingers there's just so many things you have to do and i think we just should not centralize sex on penetration do you have any tips for somebody who has an issue with quote-unquote coming too fast or being a pre-comer premature ejaculation because again don't shame someone nope. if they act like that is a, sometimes we're in the heat of the moment a guy comes really fast you're like are you joking and then I hope we don't do that and then he can get his penis up again and we forget by the way it's like how much pressure sometimes that happens on the man and, and yeah. he he can his penis can go down during sex and he feels like shit about it or he pre-comes or he comes too fast like there's so many things so it is just as much as it is about you feeling vulnerable and comfortable in yeah. the bedroom same with the man exactly so. i would just not shame i would just kind of keep going like if someone comes too quickly hopefully you don't go i can't believe you came so quickly yeah. because it happens and for some for some penis owners it happens all the time for some it just happens when they're with a new partner and they're really excited but the more it happens and they feel bad about it the more it's going to continue to happen so on their own penis owners i always tell them to kind of learn their own ejaculatory control it's usually an anxiety thing it's usually a it's usually a, a learned pattern that they came once really fast and they keep coming fast again and then they and then they just they can't stop it so really it's a matter of learning to breathe and when you're masturbating on your own, as a penis owner, you do this thing where you do, um, you learn your ejaculatory control. So you masturbate, it's called edging. And I also have another guide on my site with the edging guide at sexwithemily.com, which is a free guide for how to deal with, how to work with premature ejaculation. And this one is edging. And you get up to like a 10 is ejaculation and one is your flaccid or sleeping. So you start to masturbate until you get to like an eight or nine, like you're about to go over and then you go back down to a six and you go back up to eight or nine, you go back down to a six. And then you do that to kind of learn like where is my sweet spot where can i start to learn where i come and where i don't and then you can start to practice that with a partner it could also be like really fun mutual masturbation like you could do that for a partner and then also if you are the penis owner who came too quickly like yeah go down on your partner start to please them you'll be amazed at when you take the focus off of your penis and you put it onto something else how your penis is going to come back to support you yeah, and also a lot of that stuff turns someone on. Like, for example, when I started sleeping with a new person and 
I think he got nervous that he was going to come too fast because he was overly excited. He stopped having sex with me and he started walking around the room and he was just like, sorry, you're just, you're just so fucking hot. You're so hot. And I cannot explain how powerful and sexy made me feel. I wasn't thinking like that loser about to come. Like I was just like, yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I'm I am so hot. hot. Of course he's going to come too fast. Like look at me. Cause he made me feel that way. So it was exciting. It was funny. I we made that. some jokes and then he came back. Yeah. You and know, he was fine. And he made it, he made it fun. Like I, you know, he didn't act embarrassed or anything. And I agree with you about, you know, there's one time I was one of the guys I was dating, his penis went, um, flaccid while he entered me and he got really weird so then i got weird because i didn't know how to act and it, it, it got weird and I, to be honest looking back like i wish it didn't like you know i agree with you, you could have went down on me or mm -hmm. we could have still had fun we could have conversations that kept going but he got weird so i got weird because i felt bad that he feels bad then he thought i was thinking something and it was just like um and then i was like okay i'm like listen i just want to go to sleep then i got weird and i wanted him to leave so i can <laughs> masturbate so i can come because i was like well but you could have just right exactly i well, didn't that's know what so to common do because yeah. it was like he felt bad then you felt bad but if you just there was felt, no actual okay. verbal communication right. so it was more like like you said most communication is not verbal so that's what happened we're both like up oh, our eyes exactly <laughs> but if you were just like it's okay like usually if something happens i'm like it's all good like it's okay like you just want him to relax because most of the responses that happen in the bedroom of coming too quickly not coming and this goes for vulvas too you come too hard you you can't come at all it's mostly due with our brains and anxiety so the more you know i don't know about you but what calms me one of my main things that calms my anxiety is someone being like compassionate and being understanding with me and being like it's okay it's good you're gonna be fine and like like, it's all good. Let's go back to, I mean, honestly, when, I, when all those fails, like go back to making out, it's kind of like driving. They say like, put the car in neutral. It's like neutral is making out. Like <laughs> go back to kissing. Like just be like, go back to connecting, look at each other's eyes. Almost like, oh, it's not a big deal. Cause is it that big of a deal? Penis goes flaccid. Someone queefs. Someone, we talk about this in my show. Something happens. Like, is it really that big of a deal? You are intimate and naked with a person, which is what we all want. I think that's what we're all doing. A lot of things in life to yeah. get laid. We have that moment and then it didn't quite go right. Who but, says it didn't go right? But I think the problem is that when we have the nonverbal communication and we don't realize is that let's say when his penis went flaccid, he thinks, great, I can't perform. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, wow, I'm not hot enough. Exactly. Like I didn't turn him on and he got turned off. Did I do something right now? That's why his penis went flaccid. So we're actually both sitting there thinking about ourselves, thinking we're the problem. We're not communicating. So how we communicate, I would I would have been like, wait, no, I thought you didn't find me attractive. And he'd be like, no, it has nothing to do with you. It's just sometimes this happens and I feel embarrassed. And then we, you know, how we so communicate. Instead, it would just been like, uh, uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, you should probably should. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'm just going to go to sleep. I'm going to now masturbate. Like it was silly. Exactly. That's how we could have prevented it. Though, just be like, oh, awkward. Yeah, weird. Okay. Like, and to say that, like, oh, I thought, because most of the time when something goes wrong, we think it's our problem. Yeah. Oh God, he wasn't into me. Why does his penis get flaccid? But I'm telling you, oh, please listen. And it's, that is never the case. And I actually yeah. never say never, but that is literally never the case. Can I tell you one of my favorite memories is that when I was younger, I started dating this guy. He was the best, and he was so hot. 
he was definitely like so different than the rest of my exes and he was just perfect anyway so when we started dating we i finally decided to sleep with him we're like making out making out everything's going first we're making out on the couch then he's like hold on i have to go to the bathroom you're just you know doing whatever we needed then we get to the bedroom we start making out we get naked we're about to have sex and he can't get hard and i was young and i my i, I think maybe i was like 22 or whatever and I, and I was just like selling my brain goes to what the fuck like oh my god he's so hot i'm he must look at me like i'm just not as hot as him because he's so sexy and i my and i thank god i said like oh oh i'm so sorry is it me like are you am i not turning you on like what's happening and he goes can i be honest with you and i was just like yeah and he goes um look i just got so turned on by you when we we're on the couch and i accidentally came in my pants and i had to go to the bathroom to clean myself mm. up so i actually just came and then i just thought everything will be fine and you were like so into it and i didn't know what to say i felt embarrassed so that's why i thought like i could just get back into it and that's why in the bed right now we're like trying to get but oh. i just i can't get hard yet because i was just like i just Good. came and i was like oh wow you think i'm that sexy <laughs> that you came in your pants and he was like oh that turns you on and i was like yeah Damn, oh my god i'm like i didn't even have to get naked for you to come <laughs> I'm like hell yeah and i was so turned on by it and like it made me feel so sexy and powerful thank god he was honest because instead like he was so embarrassed and really i loved it such a real moment are you gonna I think, cry no, <laughs> I thought he was just like, no i'm like oh yes guys all this stuff i always say like really sick is our secrets like the things that we are keeping inside of us whether it's in a big secret or a little secret like when you reveal it to somebody they're just it's it's the truth it's a relief who can argue, it's a relief and who can argue with the truth of what's really happening in the moment yeah because i thought like and i'm happy like in that moment we were able to communicate unlike my other moment that you know that i just said like that was and we laughed we kept we, then we started talking we're having conversation we're cuddling and then his penis was ready to go again and then we got back into it exactly. so i'm so glad you have all these stories that are such great illustrations of where you've been in your journey too like it's all it's crazy though because that was a story from when i was younger and it's interesting how it does sometimes feel like I've said on your podcast that when you're younger, there's less, sometimes I feel like back then there were less barriers. There was less fear. There was less being jaded. So you just were honest with each other versus when you get older, sometimes you're so overly in your head or you're so the need to be perfect or whatever. The, it's so hard for you to be vulnerable that had the guy that I was dating would have just admitted that he had some weird issue or whatever and that's why his penis went flaccid or whatever like i wouldn't have cared right. and we could discuss it instead it got awkward between us for no reason <sighs> let's not do that anymore then let's just be honest and open and have those real conversations if something yeah. weird happens to you tonight when you're having sex or next time just say hey could we just call back for a minute i'm not sure what happened there did that feel weird to you like just ask like you would if you were driving and you heard a someone with car went off the road or you're at home and you hear like a crash outside like you'd be like what was going on there but with sex we like ignore it we're silent it's like the elephant in the room talk yeah. about it even if you don't have the perfect words it's going to help diffuse it and you're going to get yeah. to the truth rather than for years carrying on some weird anxiety about someone not liking you and their penis and whatever and nothing to do with you and obviously if you're like oh my god did you just go flash oh is it me am i not turning you on and if the guy's an asshole and he's like actually yeah you know what? It is you. <laughs> then, you know, it's better to know now so then you'll, exactly. you won't have sex with him. Thank better God. Know now. Peace out.
Exactly, but normally a normal person would be like admit oh, the yeah. fact that actually I'm going through, I'm in my own head. Mostly we're in our own heads and that's what's going on. Most of us are obsessed with them ourselves. We're worried about how we look, how we're performing. And so most of the problems you're having during sex have nothing to do with you. It has to do with your partner, um, wherever they're at in their head. Only so. someone really insecure would put the blame on you. for. Like I remember one time I was hooking up with some guy and I don't know what was going through his head and out of nowhere, like we're kissing, he goes, oh you know that's you kiss like that oh, okay you kiss like the way you kiss that's what it is something like that and i'm uh. just like what and it made me feel so insecure about how i kiss and then later we're like about to for some reason i was self-conscious enough to then consider sleeping with him and then i'm like trying to sleep with him and he goes okay i think you watch too much porn because like you're and i was just like jesus oh, the worst guy ever <laughs> the worst he's the worst guy <laughs> yeah well then i had no problem to tell him he wasn't the best and yeah. i was like you know what you can't make me come so get the fuck out of my house yeah. and he cried so i probably Bye. shouldn't leave that in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> anyway whatever um okay let's let's have some fun okay because this wasn't fun yeah no, this was, was not fun. fun at all i was miserable <laughs> okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I basically asked some of my listeners to send me their most embarrassing stories that happened in the bedroom and i just wanted to read them out okay. to see our reactions all right. right i had a boyfriend in college who literally thought kissing and having sex were the same thing hmm. what <laughs> he didn't know what sex was Sorry. so he's like oh. we had sex last night oh so you we had sex kissed. last night we can... she's like we just made out see this is why oh. we need more sex education okay lizzie said she one time accidentally farted while he was going down on her. Yeah, who hasn't? Literally, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah from Burning in Hell uh -huh. has told me the story where she accidentally farted on a guy while he was going down on her. Yeah, that happens often. And I think that's, you just keep going. Just keep having him go down on you. It's not a big deal. It happens. It's embarrassing, but like, that's my that's my take on it. Because it's all connected. Someone's going down on you. You're relaxing. You're, you're going to release some air. Fine. Okay, this guy said, I have a very hairy ass. I pooped in public toilet and then I accidentally left a small skid mark on her sheets. <laughs> this is a lot of information. Okay. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny and kind of not, that's not ideal, but. Okay. Um, I've heard it all, honey. I'm not like, keep going. Oh, wait, actually, from memory, I have a fan story that's so funny, but I'll save you the last. Um, Zoe said, 
she wanted to have sex on top, but she accidentally came down on it, sat down on it wrong. She fractured his Johnson, and then his mom had to take them to the ER. Oh, that's <laughs> embarrassing. <gasps> that's we go slow. I think we rush through sex. That's why you got to lower down slow. You got to come off slow. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because your boner isn't bone, so you can actually exactly. fracture. You can it. fracture. There's a lot. That's why sex sent me to the ER happens. Okay, this guy said, my wife gagged and puked on my dick after taking it too far down her throat. Well, whose fault is it from watching so much porn that we always have to like gag on it? Deep throating is overrated and not necessary. My best friend when we were in high school with her, you know, college actually, with her college boyfriend, she was getting, she was very drunk. She started to give him head and she got really nauseous while she was giving him head. She accidentally threw up and she felt just like me. We get embarrassed by everything. She was embarrassed that she swallowed the throw up while giving head and uh, continued giving him head so he wouldn't know. Oh, I just almost threw up. The else. things women do just uh. to come off like, a people pleaser in the bedroom at least when we're younger yeah don't do that anymore it's okay to throw out everyone's everyone's more way more open than you think sarah said my new dog started humping my partner from behind while he was doing me from behind <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. funny i yeah, wonder if they I have to that. stop uh, dogs and sex is funny okay next it's one funny. um amy said she met someone on the first date that had a belly button fetish so he tried to finger her belly button for an hour. Do I need to say more? <laughs> Where is that? It's not that interesting after an hour. I don't know. Well, what do you do? Do you just lay there and you just like... I don't know. That uh, hour is really generous at the time. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. But there are Was fetishes. he like thinking he was I masturbating? Don't I don't know if he was just moving his finger around and around or putting his penis inside of her belly button. He was like, do you like that? And then you, I wonder if he was like jacking Maybe off. Maybe she got out of like her phone which just like started to text. I mean, I don't know what you do. <laughs> like swipe. Like I, yeah. But a fetish is interesting because if you have a fetish, not just a fantasy, but a fetish, it's actually a requirement for your orgasm and your arousal. Like he might have needed to be looking at a belly button in order to be... And again, we're not, we can't kink shame, we're but it's shaming, okay if that's, that's not your thing. She might say that my thing is for you to go down me for an hour. Well, after you <laughs> finger my, my belly, belly button. button, this girl said he fucking burped in my mouth while kissing me. That's not that bad. Because all this stuff happens. I mean, it's kind of like not ideal, but like you're going to fart, you're going to burp, you're going to queef, you're going to make weird noises. Mm. Things are going to happen. Sex is messy and dirty and fun. Okay. Train wreck. That's her. I mean, that would make sense for what she said. That's her Instagram name. She said, I forgot I had a tampon inside and I had sex. It kept smelling so bad and kept getting worse. And we didn't know why until I finally saw my gyno. Mm, that's what's happened to people. That's really common. That's really common that we just forget that we have a tampon in. Pay attention. Take this care. guy said, the dog jumped in the bed and licked my ass. I low-key liked it. Yeah, a lot of men like the anal play. Maybe not from a dog, but... Okay, I have a really good story. This is not my story, even though it seems like it is because I'm reciting okay. it. I swear it's not my story. It's a fan story that I still remember because it's so good. It's a funny sex story. So basically this girl, again, not me, <laughs> I swear. Now it feels like, it, now it sounds like it's me because I keep saying it's not me, okay. It's <laughs> so okay, funny. <laughs> this girl that I, my friends of a friend, I forget whose story this is. It's someone's. Anyway, she had sex with the guy and she slept over and then in the morning it must have been in university and then in the morning she went to use the bathroom and she had to go number two so she used number she did she went number two and then she sees the bathroom doesn't work so she was like all freaked out 
and oh i think i think he he said i'm gonna go to class so you can see yourself out so she decided to use the bathroom before she left so she okay. was alone in the apartment so then when she went number two it wouldn't flush oh, so she decided to put her poop in a bag in a baggie and then she put in the baggie and then she put it somewhere in the kitchen while she was gathering her things so she gathered her things she walked out and right as she walked down the door closed she realized that the poop bag is still in the kitchen that's horrible she, she was so freaked out she kept trying to she she called the locksmith she called like all these things to try to figure out how to break into the apartment she couldn't she even tried to figure out if she can climb into the window she couldn't do anything so then she was so mortified <laughs> and freaked out that she decided to just let it go and blocked his number and never spoke to him again and apparently a few days later she got the poop bag and her doorstep oh my god that's a <laughs> A horrible story. Wait, there's another fan story that's so funny. I know that, that is so. I know. Upsetting. Let's process it. Okay. I mean, imagine putting your poop in a baggie, and then you you like, oh hey, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry to bother you. Have you seen my poop bag? Yeah. Oh it's my god, it's in the kitchen. But just to say, like, the, to go through that much because we're so ashamed. But we all poop. Everybody poops. I know, but it's in a bag. You have to explain, like, well, I shit. I couldn't. I was about to shit myself, so I had to use your toilet. Unfortunately, your toilet doesn't work. So it's really, honestly, it's your fault. Technically, <laughs> exactly. if you think it's about it, oh, you should have fixed it. He left it on her. Oh, okay, keep going. What's next? Okay, one? this story is really funny too. This one time, this guy was. <laughs> this story is terrible. This one time, this guy was having sex with this girl, also college. And they were so pissed drunk. When they woke up, the guy noticed that he accidentally shit himself on her bed. So then he cleaned, cleaned himself up and woke her up and said, bro, you just shit yourself on, my, on your bed or whatever and shamed her. And then that poor girl believed that she shit herself and was so embarrassed. Never spoke to him again, but it was really the guy that was too embarrassed to admit That's they shit horrible. himself. So if you're out there, whoever you are, I want you to know that night, it wasn't you. You did not shit yourself. It was that asshole that you had sex with who probably didn't make you come. He also shit himself and blamed you. Everybody poops. Do you have a funny story? No. Um, no. <laughs> I think you do. Oh, my God. I can't think of a funny story. You do. I. Come on. Oh, my God. I don't have, in this moment. I don't have a funny story. I'm so sorry. I have my life is fucking funny stories. Let me think right now. I have a funny sex story. Go. I guess. You go. I'm sure I, I do. I feel bad that I'm doing all the talking. Go. Okay. It's your show. Okay, here's my funny <laughs> sex story. When I was having sex with my first boyfriend, we we're very new to everything, even though we're out of high school and he wasn't virgin, but I was. Anyway, because we didn't do the whole communication thing that we talked about that's important to communicate he used to always finger me but he didn't do a good job it was actually very painful when he would finger me because he was actually just using his nail like this on oh, the middle of my clitoris ouch. in the middle of my labia he was just always just scratching me and it was painful but i never said anything because also i wasn't experienced enough he was my first boyfriend of everything i just was like uh, maybe i'm i'm something wrong with me that i'm not enjoying it anyway one day, he did the usual fingering before about to have sex where he's just scratching the middle of my labia, below Ouch. my clitoris. Painful. And he must have not clipped his nails that oh. day. And the nail, the way he went, he accidentally ripped off a part of the middle of my labia. 
to the point that suddenly I felt the pain and I went, ow, I jumped up. And as I stood up and I, I was like, and he looked at me and he said, oh my God, don't freak out. And I'm like, what? And I looked down because I felt dizzy. I looked down and both of my legs, I was gushing with blood. Because like Emily said, apparently your vulva has, holds a lot of blood in. So because he cut the middle, actually took what off, he took off a skin, took off a little thing from oh, the middle of my vulva. Really painful. I was, I, I started shaking because I was, I was in shock. So I'm shaking and I'm not moving. And he's like, oh my God, don't bleed on my carpet. My parents are going to kill me. So he had to pick me up and rush me to the bathroom, which is like uh, in another room. He had to rush me to the bathroom and had to turn on the shower for me to start washing me. And I was like in too much shock. And then we had to rush to the hospital. And then when I went to the hospital, well, because I'm, I couldn't stop bleeding from there. So when I rushed to the hospital, I met the, the OGBYN lady. And suddenly when she's checking me down there, she goes, hold on for a second. Mm -hmm. And two people come into the room and I'm like, what the hell? And they're like, we need to ask you some questions. And I'm like, what? And they're like, are you currently being abused by someone? And it was all these questions. And they're like, you can be honest with us. Are you scared right now? For and I was like, what is happening? And they go, there's a quarter. There's like a quarter of your vulva that got ripped off. So it almost seems that somebody's physically abusing you. Oh my God. And I said, no, I'm just a dumb 17, 18 year old. And my boyfriend is stupid. He doesn't know. He watches too much porn. He doesn't know how to finger well, clearly. Nails, yeah, you got to make sure your nails are trimmed. And so that's what happened. He that's basically trouble. took out a, um, a triangle Chunk. in the middle by just my doing vulva. like this, going around, around. Yeah, so I had to take antibiotics and I had to wear like a diaper or pads for like a week for my that's vagina horrible. to heal. And that's my story. It's a great story. I don't have any stories in this moment, but that's a very painful story. And I think that we can all learn a lot from that. Trim your nails, it first is off. so funny thinking about it now. Yeah, because you didn't know. But that's a big thing. Women can, are, that vulva skin, the, the internal that vaginal skin is so sensitive that you have to make sure that you wash your hands and you trim your nails. You file them, you trim them because I've had that happen with the guy fingering me and he just cut me because his nails were not sharper than I got a UTI. It was a whole thing. So way more common than you think. Way more it common It is than you think. the amount of blood that was gushing uh, down my legs on both sides. I did it. his finger. He, because he kept going, I guess, in a circle in the middle of my vulva when it was dry, because obviously it probably wasn't turned on, so it was just super dry. He kept accidentally going in a, in a triangle way. So he literally created, he like, created the divot, he created the, the, the triangle, and then it just ripped out. This is so painful. <laughs> it's so painful. I'm mortified just thinking about it. It's funny, obviously, but it's, that's... That's um, a good story, and that's a teachable moment. Okay, anyway, right. um, Emily, Yes. where can people find you? Oh, thank you for having me on, Violet. Uh, I, you can find everything you want. It's at, it's at Sex with Emily everywhere. The podcast is called Sex with Emily, available on all platforms and all social media. If you have sex questions that you want answered, you can just email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. My website is chock full of blogs and posts and everything to help people have better sex and relationships. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. You were amazing. I had so much fun. I These love stories were great. great. I love stories. you. Make sure to tune in to my episode on her podcast and then tune into this episode. Make sure to follow her, listen to her podcast, email her or DM her if you have any questions. Check out, check out her website. It has really amazing. helpful tips. Yeah. And I love you guys and I'll see you again next week. Bye.